This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Have you ever had to admit something that was really difficult to admit? And if so, are you comfortable sharing what it is? I did, um, but I don't think I can go into it. (laughs) Sorry. How did you meet your best friend or partner? I met my current partner um, when I was in grad school. I would be working on papers, and I would go to take a break at this sushi restaurant down the street. And I didn't realize that they did karaoke there on Saturday nights (laughs) until I was in the middle of dinner and the lights went out, and there was only about four people there. And so it was really bizarre. They were just the same four people going up over and over again. And so I thought it was so funny that I just came back every week to watch other people do karaoke and read in a corner. Uh, and I didn't realize that they had also noticed that I showed up every week, and they had a nickname for me. They called me Book Girl. Uh <laughs> eventually they said do you want to come over here and and hang out and so I did and actually so my current partner was one of those four people (laughs) who was going up and singing every night Uh, previously in greater Boston there is a secret group of us working in Redline. My brother said he wanted to join you here, and you didn't sound pleased. He's with me? How's that going to work? Providence. I'll follow up. Want some company? Braintree. Peabody. Third Side Peabody. Media. Oh, all right. uh, the Underground. Hanson. Uh, Mattapan. Trolley Line. Guys. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm from someone at Horror Sparrow Station. Roswell-Dale.
another morning in greater Boston. Before they leave town for good, also don't know who that feels the urge to leave one last this red line apartment. I'm not sure. Yeah. You should scratch Felix under the chin and yeah. head and ears. Those are their favorites. So, this sandwich. Was, recognize it. What's that? A human ghost. You know it, but you can't. Next stop, Kendall MIT. Kendall MIT. Before they leave town for good, Petal feels the urge to leave one last. one last. I know you wouldn't understand if I left without saying anything. I just wanted you to know it's all right. I'm all right now, or I will be. I'm just sick of feeling so strained. So cut off from everyone. From you. <laughs> the isolation. You know? In this red line apartment. Uh, I'm not sure. Next stop, Central Square. And just how quiet it is lately. Lately.
Feeling so alone, but don't you know, my love, how low loneliness can go if you dug yourself a hole on earth? The lonely dirt below, you still won't find my love. Space for loneliness to grow. Excuse me, I'm waiting for a meeting in Big Square and the other cars crowded. Do you mind if I uh, come to your train house? Voice. What is? I recognize it. M-I-T. Got it. Got it. Before they leave town for good. Was was that? Was the urge to leave the last ghost in his red line apartment? You okay? Copy? We're fine. There was a close one, but someone helped us out. We're going to see this refugee off. Rendezvous later. Thanks, pal. No problem. Glad I could help. Looks like I showed up right on time. How'd you know I was in a jam? I didn't. Just luck. I've been poking my head out of every stop in Redline for the past couple of days. I figured I'd get lucky eventually. Things usually work out that way for you? Yeah. Kinda. Huh. Must be nice. You're Leon Stamatis' brother, right? I am. Please. Gemma, pick me up. Do you know Leon? Tell him about me. I never met him while he was alive. No. Have you met my sister? If possible, I'd really like to visit her after we finish our No.
It's weird. Driving to the house of the guy who tried to kill you. Wait. Did he try to kill me, actually? Or did he not even think about it? It's not like he came at me with a knife. It's, I don't know, it's more like he came at me with, uh, negligence. Huh. That seems like, oh, it seems like a, um, What's the word that means, like, odd couple words? Jumbo shrimp, military intelligence. Oxymoron? Ah, thanks. That seems like an oxymoron. But so much of what I know about Oliver feels like an oxymoron. Especially the latter part of that word. They did give me food for a while, although... I picked up from my mind melt with Leon. That was Phil's idea. Hmm. Weird how a lot of these little fragments are still with me. What you thinking about? How weird this is. I mean, yeah, we're about to meet the widow of the guy who kept you prisoner for a year. Yeah, I, uh, I read some of her letters to him. I, and I keep telling myself that she's just another one of his victims. That's probably fair. But... But, at the same time, she was married to him. He lived in this house. Did she know the kind of things he was doing? Sometimes people just don't know each other. Even in a marriage, after years together, it, it happens. Hey, if, if you feel like you need to tap out at any point, just say the word. I appreciate that. What word, though? What? What word? Oxymoron? No, like, what word should we use, right? The word? If you know... You know, if I need to... If I need to tap out, right? Oh, you want, like, an actual... Yeah, like an actual... An actual word. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. What's your word of choice? Hmm... Arugula. Arugula? Okay, arugula it is. If at any point you feel overwhelmed and you need to tap out, just say arugula. Perfect. Okay, here we go. Mom, someone's at the door. I heard. I'll be there in just a moment. Mommy's on her way, person at door. Thank you. She's in the bathroom. I don't need to know that. Oh my god. That's fine. We'll wait. I am so sorry about that. No worries. Ada can be a little... Adorable. Oh, no, really. There's nothing to apologize for. You're Autumn West? That's right. You're from the underground. You left a message for Chuck Octagon? Yes, uh, please come in. Do you mind, dogs? I can put them away if necessary. Oh, no, 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 no. No. So long as uh, they like scritches, I'm sure we'll be friends. Wonderful. They both adore scritches, so you should get along famously. <laughs> Come on, you lot. Back up. Let them in. So, uh, I'm Louisa Alvarez, and this is Michael Tate. Michael is our writer, and I do research in photography. Hey, puppers! Oh, hey, there you go. Uh, oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, 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 oh. And there's some for you, too. You should scratch Felix under the chin and Tom behind the ears. Those are their favorites. Oh, okay, behind the ears, under the chin. Oh, got it, got it. 
<laughs> oh, hey. Oh, you like that, don't you? You like it. You like it. You like it. Oh, 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 oh butt scratches. Butt scratches. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Look at your legs. Look at your Okay, okay. You too, you too. No, I didn't forget you. I did not forget you, little buddy. Oh, you're so cute. You're so cute. And you're so cute, too. You're so cute. You're both so cute. I can't stand it. Look at those happy boys. I think you've made a real friend, boys. Yeah, all four of them. Uh, Michael, maybe we should, you know... Right. Uh, sorry, guys. I'm supposed to be working. Ada, could you go play in your room a while? We're going to have a grown-up talk. Ugh, grown-ups. I know, right? Well, don't talk too loud or I'll still hear you from my room. Come right in here, have a seat. Uh, would you like some tea? Well, only if you're fine. having some too. I could use a bite, to be honest. Miss breakfast this morning. Please sit, I'll just be a moment. Dear Dimitri, the last time I wrote you a letter, I slipped it inside a bottle and tossed it off the Longfellow Bridge into the Charles. I watched it bob in the water and flow towards the ocean. Someone found it. I never thought they would. I certainly didn't think you would. Your plan when you set out on your adventure, sorry, our plan, was to go west. Well, that was the direction I threw the bottle in, at least. The current had other ideas. The current pushed the bottle below the bridge below where I was standing. I lost sight of it after that. The Longfellow had too much traffic to cross and to try to spot it from the other side. Plus, some guy came up and asked me the time or directions or something. I don't remember. I was pretty distraught, too busy trying to keep track of that bottle floating in the water. Like, like it was my last hope of joining you. Even though I was pissed when I wrote it, I I figured you'd appreciate my method of delivery. But of course, it, it didn't reach you. If you sent someone a letter in a bottle, it would reach whoever you wanted to send it to. Me? My bottle went in the opposite direction of where you were, to a boat anchored on a literal island trash fire into the hands of a charlatan. Too perfect. At least it didn't sink. I'm writing to let you know that I've been thinking about your last visit. I've written down some of my favorite moments of the Stomatis Family News Hour, that time we biked around the block looking for news to report. Mud fight in Fresh Pond, bike accident across from Ringe Field, and what's the deal with that weird house that looks like three overlapping trapezoids stacked up on top of one another on Clifton Street? Now here's Leon with the weather. Some of those monologues I'd perform? I think back to those moments when we make those tapes. I talk about how I always knew I was going to become famous, how I just love to perform, to be the center of attention, attract all those celebrities that I would randomly bump into. All of that started with the Stomatis Family News Hour. But all that is over now. I know you said you're going to get me out of here one way or another, but the fact is that that is not going to happen. I'm in a red-line jail cell awaiting a red-line trial for betraying the red-line mayor who hates me. Nothing is going to go my way. Nika Stomatis? Yes? Who are you talking to? Uh, nobody. I was writing a letter... I like to say what I'm writing out loud. Can I help you? Visitor. Who? Visitor. Okay, great. 
Hello? Ome Ogawa, attorney at law. Do you like Star Trek? Uh, what? Star Trek. Do you like Star Trek? Who are you? Ome Ogawa, Esquire. I don't really know Star Trek. That was more my brother's show. I met Dimitri. He's who asked me to meet you and begged me to represent you for your trial. I assume you haven't hired a lawyer yet? Have you met with your public defender? There was a guy they sent asking if I would consent to being defended by him. I decided to stand silent. Well, I've been thinking on the way over here about Star Trek. There's this concept, this test, called the Kobayashi Maru. It's basically a no-win scenario, guaranteed to fail. That's how I feel about your case. Great! I mean, am I wrong? You pissed off a nuclear warhead of a woman in control of an entire political infrastructure. She's going to corrupt this all to shit until the best legal defense in the world couldn't exonerate you. So, the Kobayashi Maru. Imagine this trial is a metaphor. You're on a spaceship. You with me? Sure. It's a spaceship and there's an emergency. An enemy ship filled with evil Bespins is attacking your craft. They've got you outgunned. Admiral Redline says, You're up, Commander Nika. Head to the bridge and take control. The bridge? Uh, you know, the command center with the big screen. Where the magic happens. The big chair? The big chair. So, you're sitting in the big chair and you're trying everything. Navigation, tractor beams, transporter, phasers, photon torpedoes. Nothing works. The Bespins won't relent. Your crew is looking desperate. The Bespins hail you. Prepare to be boarded. Surrender? Nah, surrender won't matter. No survivors. You are, for lack of a better term, royally space-fucked. What do you do? Come on, come on. I know it's far-fetched, but you gotta give me something. I... I give up, I guess. Sure, of course. There's no way out. You've gotta give up. But how do you give up? Let me flesh this out for you a little more. This ship is filled with evil alien Bespins. Think Emily and Ethan, but infinitely more sadistic, armed with laser guns that are going to rip you and everyone you know to shreds. Slowly. For fun. You cannot win. When losing is your only option, you need to decide how you're going to lose. So, Nika... How are you going to lose? Crew, head to the emergency, escape things? Escape pods, shuttles, sure. Escape shuttles, evacuate the ship. And? Spaceship steering person? Helm? Helm, give me control. Now we're talking. And? I'm going to ram this sucker right into their ship. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. I was thinking about this for a few days, and at first I was going to come and meet you and say, Sorry, kid, because I gotta be real with you. This is one big fat Kobayashi fucking Maru. But if we're going down, let's ram our ship into theirs, breach their hull, and do some damage of our own. Let's take some of them with us. What do you say? I can't pay you. Pro bono. I live in a theme park because I stood by my best friend when she showed massive principles. I'm used to it. I'll get by. Well, then I say, beam me up, Omi. <laughs> you know, I like you more than I thought I would. Um, hey, you doing okay? 
Holy cheese. Check out that poster. Uh, okay. Mick Foley. She's got a framed Mick Foley. I don't know who that is. You know from the 90s. Of course, that one guy from the 90s. I remember him. Uh, here we go. Ooh, finger sandwiches. So posh. Oh, it's nothing so grand. Just a regular afternoon tea. I can't believe you have a framed McFoley poster. Well, why wouldn't I? He was the best. I mean, yeah. It, it's, it's signed. It certainly is. I met him. I didn't even know you had wrestling in the UK. That is so cool. I had a friend in the US who recorded her favorite matches and posted the VHS tapes to me. That is a very good friend. I know. It's nice to be able to hang that poster again. I couldn't have it while Oliver was around. He was controlling? No, actually, though, I can understand why you'd expect that, especially if you'd met him. Have you met him? Mm, I haven't. I... uh, did. Uh, but, but uh, But that's a long story. Your husband and I, we... uh, We have a uh, a difficult um, history of our own. Most people do. He couldn't even get along with a guy on a poster. He felt like Mick was looking at him and maybe wanted to beat him up. Eventually, I took the poster down because I just couldn't bear to see Oliver watching Mick over his shoulder with such apprehension all the time. Honestly, I should have guessed things wouldn't work out when I found out who his favourite was. Oh, God. If you tell me he was a Vince McMahon fan. Yes, Vince McMahon. Also don't know who that is. Louisa, he literally owned the whole thing, the Wrestling Federation, and insisted, right? He insisted on inserting himself into the story as a villain. But, but like, that was just him. He acted like it was an act, but it wasn't. Not really. He, he was just awful. A rich asshole, uh, not even a fun character. And that was Oliver's favorite? Oliver had some eccentricities. I think probably even more than you were aware of. Considering how little I saw of him those last couple of years, I don't doubt it. And that's why I contacted Mr. Optigan. There's very little of his life that I was aware of by the end, and what little I do know I learned by watching the news myself, and frankly, it was all quite shocking. Apparently he kept a man prisoner in his office for an entire year. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so, um, actually, uh, that story I mentioned, yeah, uh, that was it. Mm Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's, that's the long story. Wait, you, wait, you mean you're the... Yeah. My God. I'm so sorry. Uh, No, 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 I'm... It's fine. I'm fine. Mostly. But th- look, there's there's nothing for you to apologize for. I only mentioned it because I, I, I don't want you to feel misled or that, you know, I just, don't, I just want you to feel like I purposely concealed it from you. I, I understand, but, that, but, but that's still just awful. I appreciate your concern, Autumn, but... That's part of my investment in this investigation. I just, I mean, I knew it happened, but now, meeting you, the reality of the things my husband did, 
I understand. If you need a moment to process, uh, just, you know, say the word. So, this sandwich is really good. Lovely. Glad you're enjoying it. The leaves are kind of peppery. Yes, that's Rocket for you. Rocket sandwiches are a tea time staple for us. Rocket? Is that what it's called? Oh, that's fun. Oh, you've probably had it before, but they call it something else in the U.S. What is it? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, No, we call it... What? Huh? I... Um, I can't say. You don't know? No. I I know. You know it, but you can't say it? Correct. Why not? Is it a tongue twister? No, no, I just, uh... I mean, I I can say it. I I just... I just shouldn't. Like, you know, or at least I, I don't need to. Why not? Because I feel fine. So you know the name of the letters and you could tell us, but you don't need to tell us because you feel fine. Exactly. I'm very confused. Me too. Yeah, you know, I thought we'd avoid that, but uh, man, uh, I just did not anticipate rocket sandwiches. Right. Okay. Letter to Dimitri. Where was I? Now, where was she? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I know you want to get me out of here, Dimitri. And I appreciate that, but there is no out of here. This cell is just a manifestation of who I am, of my life. Just... Like that message in a bottle, no matter how hard I throw those thoughts, the current of my life will carry it in the opposite direction. And I know you probably think that this sounds defeatist and self-loathing. Please don't pity me, but also don't condescend to me either. Please understand that these feelings are real. They very much exist outside of your experience. And... So I understand now that they are hard for you to understand, but that doesn't make them any less real. I don't blame you anymore for leaving without me. And I don't blame you for not being here when Leon died and for not going to my shows. And for all of that, I blame myself. And whatever resentment I might have once had for you... I forgive you for it now. I forgive you, and I understand that I only have one person to blame. Excuse me? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh... I'm here. I'm your cell neighbor. My name is Ernesto. How long have you been there? About three weeks. But I don't think we've had the chance to talk before. I'm usually working. Wait, they... Oh... They enrolled you in the Redline Rehabilitation Program. Exactly. Paying off my sentence with free labor. 
I remember when I first heard about that, I thought someone somewhere would stop her. Someone with more power. Well, at least I got to meet some celebrities. The, uh, oh, the handsome fella. And, and his talkative friend. You were here with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck? <laughs> yes. I really like Ben's Dunkin' Donuts ad. The one where the guy steps outside with four cups of ice dunks and nearly drops them all. I've never seen that ad. And then he goes, well, I might have to change my name to Dropachino. That doesn't make any sense. No, but neither does the ever-present dominance of Dunkin' Donuts in the local coffee landscape. Anyway, I was enjoying your story, but I wasn't sure how much I was supposed to hear. And I couldn't help myself when you got to the part about forgiveness. Why is that? I don't know you or your situation, but I do know something about forgiveness. And especially something about how we're all taught to forgive people all the time. Forgiveness is important. I believe that. But nobody should be in such a rush to do it. Not if they're not ready. For the words and feelings of forgiveness to mean something, the words have to have power behind them. Otherwise, they're just words. So don't just write it and say it if you don't mean it. Feel it! Or don't say it! Don't write it! If you don't feel it, it's just a performance, you know? Nika looked down at her letter. She picked up her pencil and brought the lead to the last couple of lines. Yeah. Yeah, I do know. I... I'm not sure if I forgive him or not. I I think I do. I want to, at least, but... It's confusing, because... I'm not sure he's the one I need to forgive anymore. All I'm saying is there's no rush. Maybe hold off on it. Until you actually know for sure. Thanks. And and I'm sorry for bothering you. It, it's an old habit from when I used to perform monologues. When I write, I say everything out loud just so I know how it sounds. No problem. I was enjoying it. You're good. Yeah? You're a natural. Ernesto, I'm really sorry you're in here and that they're making you work. It's not right. How long did they say you had to work off your debt? They didn't. (laughs) That's the thing about most debts. (laughs) The harder you work to clear them, the more they have a habit of growing. Right? Yeah, I guess they do. Ugh, thank you so much, Miss West. It'll take us some time to get through all the documents you provided, but we'll let you know if we find anything significant. I'm glad I could help, Ms. Alvarez. Michael? It was good to meet you, Autumn. Ada, too, of course. If I can do anything more, please don't hesitate to call. Oh, thank you so much. We'll try not to bother you, though. Oh, it's no bother. Not at all. You have my number. Please use it. We'll be in touch. So, 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 so. What? You like her. What? No, 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 no. What? Oh, please. You're an open book. Whatever. She likes you, too. No way. Come on. Nah, my dude. She was totally into you. Totally. Really? No. You think so? Michael, 
That girl absolutely wants to take you wrestling. <laughs> Louisa! Put you down. Oh my god, stop! Oh and my teach god. you all oh about god, the no. pile driver. Arugula! Ugh. Okay, fine. Oh, that's what was in the sandwich, by the way. What? Oh, arugula? Oh, arugula! Yeah! Nika picked up her pencil. The guards had taken Ernesto to his shift not too long ago, but... I'm not sure I'm in the headspace to finish this now. Oh, but you want to so badly, don't you, Nika? Your brother is coming to visit you, you know. Now would be a great time. I'd be lying if I said I didn't deserve this, Dimitri. I do. It's not even as lonely as you might think. I I just met a person who's been here for weeks, right in the cell next door. Oddly enough, my cell reminds me of the red line. It's crowded around by so many people with invisible walls cutting us all off. Invisible rules. I've talked to more people in jail than I ever did in red line, and somehow I am still meeting celebrities. Yes, even in jail. Oh my god, I can't believe I haven't told you about my cellmates. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Well, not cellmates, but like, cell neighbors? Anyway, they got released to do commercials for Redline or something. I don't think I'll be as lucky. They're very different from how I imagined they'd be, which just underlines another thought that I've been having lately. Maybe I should stop imagining so much. Maybe the reason I keep getting disappointed in life is because I can't stop imagining how things will be. Like, I, I thought I would be someone. I thought I would be famous. I thought that I would join you on one of your adventures. I thought I would make Leon happy after his breakup with Louisa. I thought that I would teach Redline a lesson. I thought that I would help people as some kind of spy. I thought that I would be a hero. And when all of those thoughts turn out to be the opposite, when they, when they don't pan out the way that I've imagined... It makes me wish that I never had those thoughts at all. So much of how I feel lately comes back to the same thing. The, the same lie that I've been telling myself ever since we recorded the Stomatis Family News Hour. I thought I would be more than this. Now, I, I know what you're going to say. There's still time. And you talk about all the good things that I'm going to do once I get out of here. That's a nice thought. But I don't trust nice thoughts anymore. These cell bars are as certain as the current carrying me back to the Atlantic. Strong as the tide. And I'm tired of fighting it. Tired of swimming. Breaking the waves looking for a break of green shoreline when my heart knows that it is time to just sink to the bottom. I used to think that I could swim long enough to find my own beautiful little island. I used to think I would be more than this. I used to believe it. Stamatis, visitor! 
Right. For the second time in one day, Nico walked to the visiting area, now finding Dimitri behind the protective glass. She smiled when she saw him, but it was the same kind of smile she'd been practicing for too long. The kid's sister comes out and slumps in her seat, picks up the phone. Her body language tells the truth. Her smile hides. Gemma, please, please tell them. Hi, Dimitri. What's she doing here? This is Gemma Linzer Coolidge. I know who she is. As usual, Nika fixated on the glass separating her and her brother. The transparent barrier made her feel like she was her own letter, trapped inside a bottle bobbing in the water. That is not what you are, Nika. You are as free as you choose to be, says the spirit trapped behind his own glass. Uh, crystal is not glass. Semantics! That's right. Told you this was a bad idea. She's... she's helping things in Redline. Fighting for the people under Emily's regime. And I'm joining her. We already helped people this morning. I was sick of sitting around not doing enough. I tried to convince the folks at Wonderland to get you some legal help, but I wanted to do more. I guess you could say you inspired me, Nika. That's... that's... That's great, Dimitri. You're going to do great things in Redline. You are going to help people. I have no doubt. Just like you did. Right. Hey, you risked your safety to provide really important information. Information that got a man being held captive freed, among other things. He's right. Without your intel, we'd be a lot farther behind than we are. And the reason I'm here is to thank you for it. Yes, it was your first lead on recovering me. Please, let me speak to them. If you two need a moment, just say the word. No, it, it's okay. I appreciate what you're saying, both of you, and I did meet with Omi earlier. Did she help you with a solid legal strategy? You could say that. Dimitri, I want to give you something. Can I send this through? Claire. From the puzzle box. Now that you're in Redline doing this work, I think it's appropriate that you have it. Okay. Okay, Nika. But if that's the case, you're going to take this. Your little submarine. Perfect, Nika thought. Something that sinks in water. Because when you get out of here, you're going on adventures too. We both are. Right after the two of us find Leon. He's still out there and we're going to find him together. It's tough. Listening to these two bringing up Leon and knowing... Knowing... Gemma slid her hand towards her purse. You? She thought about gripping the ball. Bringing it out, letting the siblings have a reunion of sorts. Why are you... But... No. No, if she told Dimitri and Nika about Leon, would their collaboration be over? She needed Leon's help for the work they were doing for the greater good. Shame, isn't it, Leon? All the progress Gemma was making, that they were all making. But in the end, it all comes back to thinking of themselves. Gemma, fight it. Listen to me. Please, tell them I'm here. 
prove that voice in your head wrong. Oh, am I wrong? We'll see. But the board is looking a little more clear of pieces on your end, wouldn't you say? And what Gemma doesn't know is... You might not be as useful as you used to be. Isn't that right? I warned you. You'd need to do all of them. But it's too much for you, isn't it? There is no order here. There's only noise. Another morning in What is... Before they leave town for good. Thank you for visiting. I want you to know that no matter what happens, I appreciate it. No matter what happens, what's going to happen? This trial, I'm I'm going to lose. No, with Omi's help, I really think I'm you can guilty. Get- No matter what, at the end of the day, no matter what I did to make up for it, I did bad things. Just ask your new friend Gemma. She'll be the first to tell you how how close I came to hurting her, to hurting her family, right? I... uh, Yes. But you don't deserve... Deserve doesn't really matter in Emily's red line. Do you... Do you still have Leon's token, the crystal ball? Yes. Would you do something for me? Would you give it to Michael? He wrote this letter to me when he was, um, well, when things weren't looking good, before you saved him, and I finally read it the other day, and it reminded me that I never got the chance to apologize to him. I was pretty awful to Michael. Before he disappeared for a while there, I pushed him away because I was scared. Not of him, of myself of what I was doing, or not doing enough of, and I just wasn't sure it was safe to let anyone in. But he was so decent, and he loved Leon so much, just as much as we both did, I think. And I I think that maybe he's meant to have it. Sure, I'll give it to him. I think he'd like that. Nika, do you think these little trinkets matter? Do you think they really predicted the future? Yes. Nika picked up the submarine and put it right in front of her eye, inspecting the intricate details carefully. And I think they still do. Greater Boston is created by Alexander Danner and Jeff Van Driesen with help from T.H. Ponders, Bob Ramunda, and Jordan Stillman. Recording and technical assistance from Mark Harmon. This episode was written and sound designed by Jeff Van Driesen and Alexander Danner. Dialogue editing by Bob Ramunda. Portions of this episode were recorded at the Bridge Sound and Stage with recording engineers Javier Lam and Alex Allenson. This episode featured Braden Lamb as Leon Stamatis. 
Jenny Pan as Petal, Oliver Morris as The Singer, Jordan Higgs as Cheesebot, Mario DeRosa Jr. as Isaiah Washington, Lydia Anderson as Gemma Linzer Coolidge, James Johnston as Dimitri Stamatis, James Oliva as Michael Tate, Julia Propp as Luisa Alvarez, Julian Danner as Ada West, Beth Eyre as Autumn West, Kelly McCabe as Nika Stamatis, Ray O'Hare as the Redline Guard, Julia Morizawa as Omiogawa, Alexander Danner as the Narrator, and Giancarlo Herrera as Ernesto. Charlie on the MTA recorded by Emily Peterson and Dirk Tidi. Farewell to Neeg by Adrienne Howard, Emily Peterson, and Dirk Tidi. Weird synths and drum programming by Jeff Van Driesen. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash greaterboston. You can follow us on Twitter if you dare. Greater Boston is a Third Sight Media production. Taste the biscuit. Taste the goodness of the biscuit. Taste that honey sauce. Taking a plain break. Making a drain snake. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Contact Day is in but a few short months, which means it is time to begin preparations for the bi-decennial festival. This year, we are celebrating every single one of you living in my beloved Windfall City. It is not our business to question the Queen's will. It is not our business to do anything but follow it. It is you and your loyalty that has laid the groundwork for this incredible utopian society that we seek for. Do you have any idea what's going on with us? It is the duty of each and every one of you to do everything you can to make the festival a success this year. Are you ready to speak kindly with me now, child? I have no doubt that this year will be one for the history books, and that will be due in no small part to the dedication of my adoring Windfall, a dystopian science fiction podcast from Rogue Dialogue.